Lopez versus Caleb Plant. Post fight thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fred Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh, wait. Hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay. I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Canelo wins inside. Canelo wins in round 7 through 12. Clean sweep across the board, boys and girls. Man, do I love when that happens. In all honesty, I wasn't even going to do a post-fight podcast after watching the fight. I'm sure everybody knows by now, but Canelo stopped him in the 11th round, snatched up all the belts, he's undisputed. I thought that was that. And then the socials came out, and these absurd lunatics with their nonsensical scorecards. I even heard some people saying they had plant ahead at the time of the stoppage. No? You can't make this up. Scratching my head going, what the hell is wrong with people? This fight went pretty much exactly how we predicted in the pre-fight podcast. Again, don't take my word for it. Check, double check, triple check, go back, look at our channel on Rumble, and listen to it. Anybody that thought Plant was just going to cave and wasn't going to present a stylistic challenge to Canelo has never watched him fight. And I guess they thought he was shit. And I think what happened here is a lot of people expected Canelo to just run him over. And when he didn't, they gave plant rounds. Now, before everybody starts going up in arms and pulling their hair out and slamming their computer screen, listen... Did Plant win rounds? Yes, he won rounds. Was he winning the fight? Hell no. Would he won a decision? Hell no. Does he deserve credit? Hell yes. Is he a good fighter? Hell yes. Did we say this in our pre-fight podcast? Um, hell yes. It's amazing to me how many people truly and utterly do not understand the sport that they watch. It's amazing to me. You know, I did a uh, post-fight thoughts podcast on UFC 268. And one of the fighters in there, in case you don't follow the sport, is Kobe Covington. Well, people don't like his politics. They don't like his personality. And so they hope and pray to the MMA gods that he loses and that he gets knocked out and that he takes a beating and this, that, and the other. They simply... They're, they're, they're rooting and hoping and praying for an outcome not based on that fighter's actual skill set and the stylistic matchup that he's in against. 
This kind of reminds me of what happened with Canelo. There are a lot of salty, salty Canelo haters out there. And I think it goes back to the Triple G fights, personally. Some will point to the Mayweather scorecard that he got a draw uh, when he fought Mayweather, and that was absurd. But it's this idea, this prevailing thought that Canelo can't lose rounds. I saw the same thing being said in this plant fight. Canelo can't lose rounds. Why is he getting rounds for hitting his arms? Are you are you serious? Why are you getting points for hitting the fighter that you're facing? Um, and not only that... Anybody should know this is basic. This is noob stuff. So I apologize for all the people that have been around the sport, understand where I'm coming for, think that these people are lunatics, that you have to listen to this rant. But anybody should know there are power punches and then there are jabs. If you throw equal amount of punches from both guys, Canelo throwing the power punches and Plant throwing the jabs, and they land at an equal rate, and they throw at an equal rate... Who do you think is going to get the benefit of the doubt on the scorecards? The one who's throwing the power punches or the one who's throwing the jab? I mean, this is basic, man. I mean, this is throughout the history of the sport. The other thing is, I don't know anybody that has harped on judges like I have. From the start, we're talking decades upon decades upon decades in written form, on forums, on social media, in videos, and podcasts. Me. I hold them accountable all the time when people just gloss over the fact. In fact, the Michaela fight that just happened over, I believe it was the last weekend or the weekend before, uh, Friday it may have been, I can't remember exactly, but uh, where she has ridiculous scorecards, a shutout. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And I took the judges to task. I had the same conversations with the same people about the corrupt and up clowns that ruin the sport. I was the one originally when MMA first started and MMA fans were out there throwing shade at boxing. How corrupt it is. How could you watch that sport? You already know it's a predetermined outcome like wrestling, professional wrestling, WWE style. I said, you better be careful because those same clowns, inept, corrupt officials are coming for you and they're coming for your sport. And look what happened. Now, I'm not Nostradamus. How did I know? Because corruption always goes where the money flows. And then you have the exact, exact same people and commissions that are overseeing boxing that were overseeing MMA. It was common sense what was happening. It was common sense how it was going to play out. And now, what do you hear from MMA fans about this referee, about this judge, about this doctor, about this commission? The same shit that we've been dealing with and boxing since forever. So I am the one that is consistently throughout my entire career held judges accountable and put their feet to the fire and said, this is ridiculous. They're ruining people's lives. They're ruining their careers. All the blood and tears and sacrifice that goes into training and competing and the scorecards are filled out before the fight even starts. That's unacceptable. So I would be the last person that would sit up here and make excuses for a Canelo card. Now, I will say this. I think a lot of people don't know jack shit what they're watching. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Do I think Canelo got a 114 against 
Mayweather? Hell no. I think Canelo uh, Mayweather whooped his ass and won the fight. Clear. Do I think the first Triple G fight was a draw? Yes, yes, yes. I said it then. I'll say it now. I'll say it till the end of time. People were outraged. Outraged at the robbery. I went back. I watched it. I broke it down. I think actually the judges got it right in that fight where a draw was the perfect outcome. If you want to go point either way, do it. That's the difference between me and a lot of these people that are so up in arms as there's no leeway whatsoever. A lot of times you will hear me say, oh, I thought this fight was, you know, an MMA, say a 3-2 fight or in boxing, maybe it was a 7-5 fight. So I could see a draw or maybe 7-5 for the other guy. You're not talking a huge swing here. But sometimes even that common sense approach is just unacceptable. Nope. Triple G got robbed, outright robbed, and that's all there is to it. Not only do they say that in the first fight, but they claim it in the second fight, which was even an easier fight for Canelo, and in my opinion, a close but clear win. I don't understand why people can't get that through their heads, that you can have a close but clear win that does not result in the R word. Had the same thing in the MMA fight this weekend. There was a women's title fight. It went 3-2. And then the champion retained the title right away. Getting messages. That was a robbery. No, it wasn't a robbery. It was a close fight. Do I personally think the champ eked it out and won 3-2. Back to the plant fight. Yes, plant did some good things. He was always going to do good things. If you knew anything about him, this was not a surprising outcome. In fact, we had mentioned in the pre-fight podcast, unless he has a total glass chin and gets hit immediately, round one, two, three, and collapses, Canelo's going to have to work and break him down. And that's what he did round by round by round. You see the outcome, nobody can say it was a lucky punch. Nobody can say it was just a single shot that changed the course of the fight, no matter how much they want to. The fact of the matter is Canelo was breaking him down high and low. Again, pre-fight podcast, high and low, round after round after round. And eventually, he got to him, put him down, put him out. It's over. Now, most people aren't even going to say Well, of course he wasn't breaking him down because if you watch the fight and have eyeballs, you can see he was breaking him down. As the rounds went on and it got later and later, he started touching him a little more, started getting to him with a few more combinations, and then he started to visibly start to shake him and move him. Where early on, Plant was taking the shots well. He was trying to catch and shoot often. He was trying the best that he could to implement his game plan, and it worked in some of the rounds. What's so hard about that? You give Plant credit for what he did, what he did well, but don't go ridiculous and overboard and acting like he was quote-unquote, which I see all the time, outboxing Canelo Alvarez. They're basically sitting up there thinking that Canelo is not landing anything whatsoever. Well, you can't say that. So the next best thing you can say is, well, Plant was landing as well. But then again, we go right back to power punches versus non-power punches. It's not very difficult. 
A lot of times I bitch and moan behind this mic about fighters getting the benefit of the doubt and, and scoring rounds just by going forward when they're eating punches like Tic Tacs. That wasn't the case with Canelo. Did he get hit? Yes. Did he have to use defense and come forward in certain ways against uh, Caleb? Yes. Did Caleb win rounds? Yes. But that doesn't mean he was winning the fight. So many people expected Canelo just to run over this dude that I really think they were just shocked and utter awe that Plant was able to do anything. Here's the issue when you're a top-level fighter like Mayweather and Canelo and even, you know, the prime Tysons and any of the greats throughout history. Because you win so much and generally in dominating fashion, if you don't win every second of every round, if you get a fat lip, if you get a cut eye, heaven forbid if you get wobbled or dropped, it's like the end of the world is there. You know, you're so used to just seeing pure dominance that anything lasts and all of a sudden he's in a tough fight, he's losing the fight, he's, you know, a come from behind win and all this other gibberish and nonsense that you hear. That was not the case here. In fact, Canelo didn't basically have a mark on him. But I don't even go by that. I don't even use the facial features as a point of reference to say, my fighter won. Why? Because different skin tones. Some fighters cut. Some fighters swell. Some fighters have very, very light skin and other fighters have very dark skin. Again, punch that numbers. Well, a lot of people couldn't point to plant winning just based off punch stats which again i don't use i don't use for reference to say my fighter won and i don't use them to say a fighter lost i don't why because i don't expect some dude who's had his finger up his ass sitting there pushing a button with two eyes just like we have to be accurate in what they're seeing what they got Zooms for eyes, right? They got some bionicle eyes over here that are better than ours. I don't need somebody to tell me what I'm looking at. I can see it with my own eyes. I don't even need to hear the commentary. I don't need to hear the biasness. I can I can understand what's going on in front of me because I've been doing this for so long. I don't need punch that numbers. I don't need that superficial cuts and bruises. I don't need a nonsense announcer that probably came from football or basketball or ESPN like Stephen A. Smith to sit there and tell me what I'm watching. Are you joking? You've got to be kidding me. So when it comes to these people that don't understand what they're looking at, telling me how the fight was scored, I just got to shake my head. I mean, I try to help people. I try to educate people. I try to implore people to go and do their own research and understand what they're looking at. But it's the same thing with the pre-fight podcast, man. More often than not, they want a two-second clip. They want Canelo wins by KO round seven. That's it. Like, they don't want to put in the work and understand how I came to that conclusion. This is why you see so many new people jump on the bandwagon of betting and then jump off, especially with the legalization. You see so many jokers that are behind the mic that don't know shit about the sport. Point blank. I'm talking from, I don't care if they're on PBC, The Zone, HBO, Showtime. I don't care if it's 
a trailer. I don't care what it is. I don't care. I mean, there are so many ridiculous people that have invaded this sport. And don't get me started on the YouTube channels and the podcasts and all this other nonsense where all of a sudden everybody's an expert. Bullshit. Show me decades. Show me decades. And then you have my respect. And the people that have my respect have been there for decades. We know each other and I respect them. We don't. That doesn't mean we get it right all the time. I lost a couple of fights on the UFC. Won a couple, but lost a couple. That is how it is. But what I'm talking about is you respect those people for their knowledge and their opinion and how they came about that opinion. Because you know they're putting in the work. You understand that they know what they're looking at. That doesn't mean we don't have different opinions maybe you think that plant and his defense is defense is going to be more effective than i do maybe you think that plant's punching power is better than what i do it could be many little things but the people that have been in the game you respect them because you know that they've put in the work analyzed it and broken it down the best that they can they can to come to their conclusion these jokers out there just spouting off these nonsense about rounds and robberies consistently and constantly is just irritating to be honest with you it's like chris mannix that dude i've bitched about him before he drives me crazy behind that mic he almost seems like he's adverse to fighting some of the shit he said oh don't get me started i'm starting to get hot i'm starting to get hot Know what he says after this fight? The dude just unified all the titles. Fought an excellent tactician, top-tier fighter, and knocked him out in 11 rounds in Caleb Plant. You know what he says? It's time for the Triple G trilogy. Get the... You... Get... Come on, now? Really? What the hell has Triple G done since their second fight... To even deserve the breath of Canelo on his lips. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. And this dude gets paid to sit there behind the mic and spout this kind of bullshit? And you tell me that these people know what the hell they're talking about. You can't point to jack shit that Triple G has done to deserve that fight. Nothing. You gotta go back to the... He beat Canal twice. Narrative. That's the only thing you can hang your hat on. I actually saw somebody say, well, you know, even though Triple G's aging, he's shown to be Canelo's kryptonite. Kryptonite? Kryptonite? Come on, yo. Like, seriously. This is the kind of just utter ridiculousness. That is always revolving. I'm sure it's revolving around every sport, but because I focus non-stop on combat combat sports it's just this kind of ridiculous utter complete ignorant viewpoints that's thrown around consistently that just makes you wonder what the hell people are doing like i don't understand it if you like combat sports if you're involved in that and that's something that you want to follow educate yourselves if you're being paid i'm not being paid if you're being paid to spit behind the mic then you better be a freaking fight fan you better educate yourself about the sport know the ins and outs and act like you actually enjoy covering a sport you're getting paid to cover 
I gotta apologize to everybody for this rant, but it's just totally ridiculous how nobody seems to want to improve themselves. Listen, I don't know it all, but I do know a lot. I'm always trying to get better at capping and breaking down. Not only for the professional side and the betting, it's because I always I like to help the amateurs and people that are competing in the boxing gyms and want to become amateurs or sparring sessions or this, that, and the other. When you have the ability to break down fights like I do and bet on them and win money, then that translates very well over into the technical aspect of people that are trying to learn the sport and making mistakes and stylistic matchups, even if it's at an amateur level, just a gym a gym war. Hey, this is a guy I spar, I make these mistakes, can you look at this video? We do this all the time, all the time. But there seems to be very few people that actually want to put in the time, energy, and effort and learn things. Learn how to be a better professional capper. Or just learn how to better understand the sport you're watching. Learn how to better score rounds. We bitch about the referees. We bitch about the judges. I hold them to the same standard. How the hell are you not trying to improve the craft that you get paid to do? If you're a referee, then you better be the damn best referee that you can. Same thing with the judges, same thing with the announcer, and the same thing with the commentary The commentary that goes on. Some of these dudes are just phoning it in, and like I said, go back to damn football, man. Because what the hell you're spitting on the mic for our sport is not cutting it. And I'm glad to see other people hold these, I don't want to call them imposters, but we're getting close to that word their feet to the fire i saw somebody with that mannix quote go you know with all due respect this is basically junk journalism somebody who shouldn't even be involved in the sport that gets paid to spout off nonsense and i agree 100 percent. listen i ain't saying putting my dumb ass behind the mic i'm saying there are far better people out there and you may know them or you may not know them who could rock that damn mic who have the passion about the sport that Mannix will never have because he's just a paid suit, a mouthpiece, sitting behind the mic, spouting off nonsense to act like he's engaged in the sport. Triple freaking G? What is that dude, 40 by now? I mean, you're, you're kidding me. Tri- a, 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 t- a title show, uh, undisputed, all the titles, all the titles. And you're saying that's the that's the fight Triple G deserves? One fight, he beats Canelo, he snatches all the tight. Oh my, like, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. I respect everybody that gets in the ring. I respect everybody that is dedicated to improving themselves around the sport. But there are a lot of clowns, guys. There are a lot of clowns that are going to come off like they know what they're talking about. And that they're going to spout nonsense to people and act like they're experts. And I think you're seeing this more and more and more with the legalized betting. I cannot believe how many people are now experts about combat sports and never heard of them. 
I never saw them, don't know who they are, don't know where they came from, but now all of a sudden, they know better than the OGs that have been around for decades. We're talking 20 and 30 years, man. I'm not just talking about myself. There are handful of really knowledgeable people out there that don't have the following that don't have the followers that don't have the big youtube views that don't have the huge podcast that know their shit it's kind of back to the ufc where i say joe rogan he was fine for ufc one the sport has passed him by it has passed his announcing style by it's the same thing bruce buffer the announcer for the ufc has a huge cult following i think he's total and utter shit Right? I think he's told I think I think there's a lot of replacement guys that are better than him that come in when he's not able to do it that are better than him. So I think as sports evolve then stuff happens, right? You've got to move with it. You've got to try to get better. But it seems to me like with the legalization and going with all these apps and and you don't have to come to Vegas anymore and be a real player and drop your coin down and put your money where your mouth is. You can bet your $2.50 on your app from Ohio and act like you're a professional better and tell everybody that plant was out boxing Canelo and uh, deserves more credit than what people are giving him for. And he certainly didn't only win, you know, X, Y, Z amount of rounds. And back to the rounds before we finish this up here. Uh, Josh Taylor, I believe, you know, undisputed Josh Taylor said uh, he gave plant like two or three rounds. And because obviously the way the fight was playing out, I think most people would say Canelo was winning. If you have a brain, Canelo was winning at the time of the stoppage. And the closest scoring I've seen is two points. So something like a 96-94 Canelo. I think that's too close personally. I don't think you go a minimum of past three rounds for Canelo. I think that's a bare minimum that you could say Canelo was winning by. And then, of course, it goes up from there, four, five, six, whatever the case is from there. I understand the people like Taylor who weren't giving Plant as much credit for what he was doing, not saying that Plant wasn't effective at times and not saying that he wasn't able to win some rounds. It's just over the course of the fight, if you understand what you're looking at, you understand the game plans and stylistically how this was always going to play out and what Canelo was doing and how he was doing it. And even though Plant was effective at times, he was a step behind. And I believe he was a step behind the entire time, even the rounds that he was winning. If you understand what you're looking at, you could see the game plan. You could see how the fight was unfolding. And in my opinion, it wasn't a matter if Canelo was, a, was going to win. It was only a matter of was Plant going to be able to absorb the shots long enough to make it the distance. If he would have made, made it the distance without the knockdowns, can you imagine how many people would have been on the show, social spouting just utter complete garbage about Caleb Plant winning that fight and Canelo Alvarez got another gift decision. Can you see the narrative that I'm talking about? Salty, salty, salty. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.